Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. Welcome to Love Your Work Life episode 90. Oh my gosh, woohoo! Approaching the 100 episode mark. I'm so excited. Before I get started on today's topic, I want to let you know of some new things I have going on. First of all, once or twice a month, I'm going to be doing a free masterclass called Leave Your Toxic job and feel good again. Uh, I did this last month, really almost kind of spur of the moment. I I didn't have much, give myself much notice or anyone else. And it was so good. I love the content because too many people feel awful at work, but feel powerless to do anything about it, whether that's stay because There's something about it that you like and you need to figure out how to manage that or to leave. So although it's called leave your toxic workplace, it doesn't mean you have to leave because the principles that I'm going to teach you will give you the courage and the confidence you need to survive. But if thriving means leaving, then you're going to have everything you need about that too. So right now I have three dates on the calendar for that masterclass. The first one is coming up this week. It's going to be on uh, January 12th at nine o'clock Pacific time. And then I'm doing it again this month and I'll always do one on a Saturday morning. At least I'll always try to make sure that one of those each month is a Saturday morning because if you're working, then I know that you may not be able to make the the weekday one. So I'm also offering one on Saturday, January 21st at 8.30 a.m. Pacific time. Join me live because We'll have a Q&A session, so if you have a specific question about your situation, we'll be able to answer it. So join me on those days, and then right now for February, I have Thursday the 9th scheduled, and that again is going to be a 9 a.m. Pacific time. So I want you to join me for those feel good again masterclasses. All right. Another thing that I'm experimenting with is strategy sessions. Maybe you don't need a full-on coaching program. Maybe you just need a reset. Maybe you just need someone to confirm the direction you want to go. Maybe you just need that little bit of a reset, regroup, to start to feel good again. And so starting this month, I'm also offering 
a career strengths and strategy session. This is going to be so powerful and game-changing. It's not just you and me talking. I'm also including the personal dynamics survey that I offer in my full programs. You spend 10 minutes online doing this survey. It's so easy, so non-threatening. This produces 18 pages of awesomeness that's all about what makes you tick, the traits and the characteristics that underpin your career success, your career happiness. No matter how awful you feel right now, this report is going to validate you. It's going to not necessarily be things you didn't already know about yourself. You kind of know them, but it's so amazing to have it articulated in such an awesome way. You're even going to learn what's been going on and how work and life pressures have been affecting your energy and satisfaction. I've even seen this um, stress analysis piece of the report be the light bulb for people of, oh my gosh, I've been in a role that is asking me to do the exact opposite of my natural behavioral strengths. And that's why you're miserable. That's why you're running out of energy far earlier in the day than would be typical. Once we go through this report, then we're also gonna do a deep dive strategy so that you can create some go forward actions that you can use immediately. And again, that could be immediately with regards to a transition, or it could be like me when I first encountered this tool, immediately was, oh my gosh, I know why my boss is driving me crazy and I know now how to make some adjustments for myself and I know how to have that conversation so that we can reset. Take a look at the website under one-on-one coaching programs. It's called Start to Feel Good Again. I would love to do that strengths and strategy session with you. Now on to the topic of this week's podcast. I'm starting a series, five to seven episodes, all around some Japanese principles, some Japanese lifestyle principles, aesthetics that I believe have some amazing um, intersections with how we do work life and how can we love work life. It's It's so cool because it's perfect for the message that I'm always trying to get across with the Love Your Work Life podcast. So the first one I want to talk about, you may have heard of, I was introduced to this some years ago. It is the concept of Ikigai. Ikigai means life purpose. And what a perfect way to kind of start out 2023 talking about life purpose and how this can actually be woven into your work life. The meaning of this, this life purpose, is all about adding personal meaning to your life 
in relation to how you contribute, what you can feel passionate about, what you're good at, and what you can get rewarded for, making a career out of that. It comes down to what makes you tick. And when I was refreshing my mind on the concept of Ikigai and doing a little bit of research and reading articles, there's actually a really good TEDx talk that I highly recommend by Tim Tamashiro that you can go take a look at as well. But anyway, I was refreshing my mind about this and one of the things that popped out uh, in one of the articles I read was what makes you tick. This is so important. It's how you're wired as a human being. Ikigai isn't so much about going out into the world and finding something as it is about looking inward and understanding at a deep level what makes you tick, how you're wired as a human. And that's why I love the personal dynamics report so much that I mentioned moments ago, because that's exactly what that is about. It's on a behavioral level. It's on a human internal wiring, what makes you tick kind of level. And this is an important component of Ikigai to understand. Here are the four things. Let's dive a little bit deeper into them. The first one, contribution. How can you contribute to making the world a better place? Now, I know that sounds like some really big thing. It doesn't have to be. Maybe you just enjoy volunteering. Maybe you like to paint. Maybe you make music. There is something that you can do that makes the world a better place. Ideally, in Ikigai, you will also get rewarded for that in making it a career. But there's no judgment here. And I want you to really look at this with an open mind, with a non-self-judgmental perspective when it comes to contribution. I believe we're actually wired for contribution, but it doesn't have to be this big thing. It can be small things. It can be the little things that you do that make someone else's life great or giving someone else an experience that feels good to them. Whenever I think about contribution, one of the things I always think about are the uh, personnel, the people in hotels who do all the behind the scenes things. You know, the people that are bringing you room service, the people that are coming in before you, after you, during your stay, cleaning your room, and you walk in and you have that sense that it's fresh. These are people who I really hope enjoy what they're doing. I hope they understand the contribution that they're making to my life and my experience. I've had jobs where I'm traveling all the time. Every four to six weeks, I was on the road. And walking into that hotel room 
It didn't matter if it was just a regular place or a high-end place. It honestly did not matter. Walking in after being on a plane for hours and hours or at the end of a day full of meetings, that place was my refuge. And I really appreciated the work that went into it. So I think you see where I'm going here. Contribution doesn't have to be big. It can come down to perspective. What is it about what you do that makes the world a better place? And if you feel like you're just a cog in the wheel, deep down in the inner workings and no one sees it, then I wanna challenge you to have a different perspective, to look down the road of what you're doing and how the work you're doing as a QA analyst is affecting the experience of someone else, some random person who is visiting the company website. You are making a difference. It might not feel like it sometimes, but that's where Ikigai can help because you can start to have a different perspective of what you do and how it's making the world a better place in the macro or the micro. It doesn't matter. Someone is affected by what you do. Now let's look at the next component. And this is passion. And I don't necessarily love this word passion either because it feels like it's got to be something really big. But what it really is about is doing something you love to do. And so much so, not because you're perfect at it, but because you actually enjoy developing that love, investing in that love. Are you someone that just keeps pursuing certifications in, in your role? Maybe that's a good indication that you love it. You know, it came to me one day that maybe the reason I'm doing what I'm doing today, I've actually had this journey to this place for a long time because once I was introduced to some concepts of how to create the career I wanted and how to lead other people so they could find a sense of purpose and meaning in the work we were doing, even when that was crawling around on the floor, putting shoes on little kiddos in Nordstrom, things changed for me. I found something that I wanted to invest in myself. And it's so interesting how even though I really loved helping parents and kids get shoes that were good for their kids' feet and fit properly, my career didn't stay there. But this love of helping other people and developing myself and developing the people around me, having an awareness of myself and helping other people be aware of themselves, that's, that's a common thread throughout my career. So clearly I have found something I love. And just because my career has taken some shifts and twists and turns doesn't mean that I ever had to 
give up my passion. I just found new ways to direct my passion. And that's something that I want to encourage you to do. Take a look at that. What is it that you love to do the most? What is it that you just keep investing in yourself over and over again? Whether that's watching YouTube videos, gaining additional education, or spending free time investing in, those will give you some clues. But when you find it, you're tapping in to Ikigai. Now, the next thing is maybe you have a passion for something, but and you're investing some time and energy into it, but when you connect that with something you're naturally good at, well, that's a whole new level. And talent or um, something you're good at is another component of Ikigai. It's about pinpointing something you're naturally good at, that you actually get into a little bit of a flow state, that at some level it feels effortless. Or even when it does feel like work, the hard work of it actually is energizing. That's where something you're good at comes into play in Ikigai. Now the fourth component of Ikigai is career. It's doing something you will be rewarded for. I think the the way to, to think about it is this, that a career is something that makes a difference for you personally and professionally. There's something about it that feels good. There's something about it that feels like you could be doing it for a long time. A career doesn't mean that you stay in the same thing for years because I help people make career pivots and transitions all the time. It's finding the value in what you've been doing and taking that along with you. Whether you stay in the same kind of role or the same industry, or you find that career value, that thing that brings you a little bit of joy, that thing that brings you a sense of fulfillment and satisfaction, and you carry that with you. My career has taken plenty of turns. But I don't think of it as individual jobs. I still think of it as a career because I found the common threads. That's how I want you to think of what you get rewarded for when it comes to the concept of Ikigai. There can be some twists and turns and some moves here, like a river, some different terrain, if you will, If it's still bringing you a sense of personal and professional satisfaction and fulfillment and you're getting paid for it, then you're living in Ikigai. If you Google Ikigai, one of the things you'll see are these Venn diagrams. And that might be something helpful for you if you're a visual person and you want to start to um, find the ways 
that this works for you. And so what you're basically doing is, is creating four overlapping circles, looking for, for each of these things, right? Contribution, something the world needs, passion, something you love to do, something you're naturally good at, and then something that you'll be rewarded for. Can this be a career? Put those circles together, overlap them, look for some common threads as you write down bits and pieces, answering those questions for yourself. Some questions for the questions could be, what do I do daily that feels good? What am I innately good at? What gives me a sense of satisfaction? What do I do on a regular basis where I lose the sense of time? These four questions can help you answer the questions in your Aikigai circles. The other thing I want to suggest to you is that this isn't a vision board that you do one time. This isn't your New Year's resolution. I'm going to find my Ikigai. It's not a goal. It's a lifestyle. This is the way uh, the Japanese look at it. That this is a lifestyle and it's sensitivity to your own inner wisdom. That's why it morphs sometimes. That's why it flows. Lifestyle also isn't thinking about it or hoping for it or wanting it or wishing it. Lifestyle is living it. So as you start to find these little clues of what your ikigai might be, start setting a path for it. Look at those circles, answer those questions on a regular basis. Because as something else starts to spark for you, there's an interest, there's an inclination to go this direction. I love what Donald Clifton says. If you feel drawn to something, chances are it's a strength. And chances are it's got a connection to what makes you tick. And therefore, it's an ikigai clue jump into this concept, spend some time with it, because I know it's going to set you on a direction that will help you appreciate what you do have and a sense of ease, certainty, and confidence about the new pursuits that you might be noodling on. All right, everybody, I'll talk to you again soon. If you like this podcast, I invite you to visit the Love Your Work Life website at elisashuck-careercoach.com. On the site, you'll find all the information you need to work with me one-on-one, as well as get access to my courses, Job Search Field Guide, and The Art of Stellar Interviews. I can't wait to help. I look forward to seeing you there.